this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I had a dream last night. We drove out to see Las Vegas. We lost ourselves in the bright lights. I wish you could have seen us. Welcome to the maiden voyage of Jamie all over. That song you just heard also has the same title. And I am pushing my luck with the band who sings that song, May Day Parade. We'd get into that a little bit later. You'll hear about that. Hopefully, I will be okay. It is not my intro song officially. I don't even have one. My guests do try to sing one for me. So that is cute. And that is coming up. But I just wanted to hop on real quick before the episode to not only welcome you, but to also apologize for my congestion. I have never had allergies before in my entire life. And somehow I decided to start a podcast and this is when I get allergies. A couple weeks ago, I was doing a food donation handout. I was in Balboa Park here in Southern California, and I was walking through a field, and out of nowhere, the Santa Ana winds swept up, and they made this tornado-like, I don't know, is it a cyclone, a tornado? It was this circular wind pattern that went around me and I was ingesting and inhaling every possible thing. It was insane. Like ragweed, spores, dust, pollen, whatever causes allergies, they are now of me. They are in me. I don't know what to do. You know, you could say these are the things that comic book heroes are made of, you know, like Spider-Man got bit by a spider, radioactive spider. He's now Spider-Man. You can officially call me ragweed woman because it's just in me. I am of that. Um, Hopefully not for long. My friend gave me some of her allergy pills and hopefully this will clear up and the Santa Ana winds will go back to where they came from. It's supposed to only last through winter. (laughs) I just hope that, you know, that was just caused by the the episode I was uh, wrapped up in and hopefully it's not going to last that long. But Long story short, the moral of the story is that no good deed goes unpunished. I don't mean that. I'm joking. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. I love giving food to the homeless, and I would gladly take allergies to do that. That was a bad joke. Okay, moving on. So thank you for being here. I'm sorry about my voice in the upcoming episode. Hopefully you can stand it. And you might be asking, Jamie, why didn't you just wait to put out an episode when your voice was more pleasant sounding? 
And that would be a very good question. But my guests and I are all traveling and we could not get together again until mid-January if we waited. So we just made it happen. And I don't know why I'm calling them my guests because clearly you've read the show notes. You know who they are, but we'll keep that ruse going until the show starts. If you have followed me over from Shenanigans, welcome back. I have missed you more than you know. The listeners at Shenanigans are the best listeners in the world. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. And thank you for supporting me on this new journey. I'm very excited to do this and to uh, to grow something new with you. So thank you so much. And if you don't know what Shenanigans is, it's a podcast with Sheena Shea. It's a pop culture reality, very lighthearted, very, you know, easy listening. A lot of people say it gets them through their day at work, feels like they're chatting with their girlfriends. So if you don't know what that is, go ahead and give that a listen. And if you've just somehow found this through the ether, well, welcome to you too. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to call it fate and you're meant to be here and you're going to be getting something out of this. That is my hope. That is my intention. I hope you all get something out of this. And if you don't, that's okay too. Thank you for giving it a try. And you know, one last thing I want to say is this is for all of you. This is now your community. You know, I've spent a good part of my life feeling like I didn't fit in. And then I saw a quote a couple years ago and it said, if you don't feel like you fit in this world, it's because you're here to help create a new one. So that's kind of what this show represents to me. And with you, this is our own little new world that we are going to create together. So you are cared for, you are supported, you are immensely appreciated. And on that note, let's start the episode. Five, six, seven, eight. Jamie, Jamie all over. over. I love it. Wow, Yay. that's so good. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to the first episode of Jamie All Over, like you said. Thank you. <laughs> and Yay. it is a real song. I did not get the permission from the artist. So Mayday Parade, please don't sue me. Nah, you got this. I think they'll be okay. I think so. Yeah. I kind of looked up the legalities to it. So I have a song called One More Time and Daft Punk didn't sue me. True. Interesting. You can have things named the same right. thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would be like if they have it trademarked and you're trying to maybe sell like merch, they could technically come for you, but like not for the name of a podcast. Just if you are going to do merch, I would look into it. But it's just the name of a song. It's not the name of the band. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you're, you're fine. fine. Yeah. I also kind of want to play real songs on here, maybe like for my intro. You and can I- do like 30 seconds or less, I think. There's so many myths about that because I spent so much time like researching it because, uh-huh. you know, like we have a few like musician friends and I'm like, oh, I'll just ask them if I can yeah. use one of their songs. And of course, they'll say, yeah, so many logistics, so many log- like the record company, like the mm-hmm. label has to get a piece and this the and writer, that. the publisher, the producer, yeah. everyone. And then it's like I was also reading that they often get scanned for people using songs that they shouldn't. And then your podcast like won't be discoverable. Oh. So my TikToks, as you know, I use songs from right. the different artists. Sometimes I have to put a song like over it and then put the volume down on TikTok to trick the algorithm because sometimes we'll take down my sounds. Yeah. Well, let me introduce my guests. <laughs> First up, if you don't know already by her voice and her singing, her oh, name God, is... Bad, terrible, terrible singing. Hi, Sheena guys. Shea. <laughs> and then also I am joined with Brett Kenyon, my other best friend. Ooh, hi, Brett. Hi. I, I have like an actual intro for you, so I'm going to read it. I actually have intros for both of you. Oh, so let's read it. <laughs> Go ahead. So, 
Brett is a former TomTom Tom employee, oh, a oh TikTok God. creator, an actor, the next Freddie Mercury, and angel numbers enthusiast. Wow. The so Freddie Mercury one. If that ever came yeah. through, oh, imagine. Psychic Jamie said. <laughs> and, and now I'm learning like now I'm learning your past life. You were a singer. I was a singer apparently in my past life in Paris in the 1800s, yeah, according to the psychic. Is, so, Have you ever been drawn to Paris, like in a strange way? Yeah, well, just Europe in general. I mean, England specifically, but I've been to Paris twice and it felt very like I've like lived there before. Well, maybe in your past life, like you were born in England, but then you went over to Paris. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very connected cities. They London are. And Paris, so. Yeah. I've always been drawn to Paris, but like in the twenties for some reason, like, you know, that movie midnight in Paris yeah. where like he goes back in time and he sees like Ernest Hemingway and like Gertrude Stein. And I'm just like, I feel like I belong in that era. There's something weird about it. And like, yeah. they always say like, if you are drawn to like specific things like that, it could be your past life. Interesting. Yeah. See, I always wanted to go to Paris and then I went and I fucking hated it. Really? <laughs> when I, did you go? It was okay. So it was very shortly after all of the bombings, uh, maybe three or four months. That after. could have been part of it. So it was like high alert, like yeah. everywhere on all of the streets was like armed guards that didn't make me feel more safe. It made no. me feel like if he's having a bad day, he might kill me. Yeah. The drivers were rude. They hate Americans. Yeah. It was just like the vibes I wasn't expecting. But the city itself, I mean, gorgeous. The Eiffel Tower sparkling at night. Yeah. Life changing. Notre Dame. Like mm-hmm. all of that was incredible. Who did you go with? My, at the time, husband, oh, Shay. Okay. Uh, we went to go visit Stacy when she was living in Switzerland. Oh. And then we went over to London. And then we took the train to Paris and then her husband was with us for part of the trip. He had to leave. So then it was just me, Shay, and Stacy lost in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. found the younger people in Paris, like our age, well, my age when I was like in my early 20s, that's when I was there. They were really nice, but the older people were mean. Yeah. So I think there's like a cultural difference in that mm-hmm. sense, for sure. I would love to go back now, especially like with Brock, because he used to live there. Oh, yeah. And then like go to like Paris, the south of France. Not not in Paris, in but he lived in France. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So I would like love to go back to Paris just to like go to other parts of France. I want summer to be very like world traveled yeah so you'd have to wait till she's older than a little so she older. Remembers oh yeah it. yeah no i mean we have hawaii coming up next week six mm-hmm. hour flight Ooh. Is that are you her scared first about flight? that yeah <gasps> oh my god i know we thought about doing are, a shorter trip just to like warm her up but we're just are you guys flying on. first class or no yes okay but the first class to hawaii is just basic business class it's just like a wider seat it's not like okay. the pods like jet blue mint like so you don't lay flat right. no okay well i know summer's like the best behaved baby so i don't think you have anything to worry about but i have seen or i have been on flights where people hand out like these little baggies oh, where we're it's, doing like, that we already is, are you? okay we have okay. the little note ready to go hi like, my name yeah. is summer oh my god Seven months old. Yeah. This is my first flight. I will try to be on my best behavior, but my ears might hurt. I might scream. I might lose my cool. Right. There was one. It was like I might be good. I might be bad. I'm sorry if I make you mad or something. Aww. So we're giving those. Notes. That's like when you have a party and you like purposely invite your neighbors. Yeah. Just so they don't get mad at the totally. noise. Yeah. That's yeah. such a great so idea. We have, my mom ordered everything. We're okay, making good. little goodie bags for everyone. I saw that on Instagram and I was like, we have to do yep. this whenever it's her first flight. Good. So okay. I still didn't do your intro. Oh. I looked you up. Okay. I researched you. 
Tell me. Tell me something you didn't already know about me. Yeah, I will. Obviously, you're on Vanderpump Rules. You're yes. an OG you're cast on member. Rules? What? what? I know. That's I know. Crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Some might even say her storyline started the show, Brett. Wow. Yeah. Some might say. Some might say. <laughs> and and many will not give her that credit. I was technically on the show before Lisa Vanderpump. That's crazy. You know. Yeah. Well, I also noticed that in your IMDb, you were on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like seven episodes. Was it seven episodes? Or was it it season seven, three episodes, or season three, seven episodes? Um, It wouldn't be season seven. It would have been season three, probably. Then you were on for seven episodes. There were crossover episodes, for sure. Maybe they count flashbacks. Does that count or no? Like if they I mean, I can recall a few awkward encounters with Brandy on Housewives. Yeah, it says season three, seven episodes. Oh. Also, Femme Fatale's three episodes. It yeah. was focused on a reality show house. So. How, like, that's like foreshadowing. So random, right? I know. So I, like, audition for this part, and I see them, like, staring at me after, and they're like, would you mind staying and reading for Angel? And I was like, oh, my God, that was the character I wanted. When I saw the breakdown of all the characters, I'm like, I feel so much more drawn to this one, but I'm auditioning for, like, BB or whatever. Okay. So I did a cold read, and I swear that's why I booked it, because I was so overprepared for the other character. Yeah. They were like, here, go out, just look at these sides, come back in a few minutes. And I'm like, okay, so I have, like, one time to read it over, and then I just go in for a cold read. Crushed it. They loved me. I booked it. I knew that it was, like... A little bit, um, what's the word? Risque. Risque. But Mm. I didn't know how much. So I'm on set. We're filming. And the bathroom scene, it was like a heavy makeout in the bathroom. Oh, no. It was sex in the shower. I was like, um, uh, I'm already on like day two of filming. I think I got like $10,000 for this job. Like that was a, that still is a lot of money. Yeah. But like, especially like that was like one of my first big things. I was like, I mean, I can't just like walk off set. I'll be blackballed. Like I'll never get another job in this town. Did you talk to your mom or someone for advice or did you just go for it? No, because I think she might have told me like not to do it. Okay. So you purposely didn't ask. So no, I was just like, I didn't want to tell Shay. We had just started dating. (gasps) So I'm like, he knows I'm doing this show. He knew there was like maybe like a topless scene or something, but nothing like Uh, this. So is it like soft porn? Basically, which I didn't even know was a thing. I was like, oh, that's why they call it Skinamax. Got it. Oh, it was for that channel. Yeah. So I'm on set. The guys, two out of the three, one, I felt so uncomfortable. Like, they let me, like, keep, like, some clothes on for that scene because I was like, I can't get into it. The other two guys were so fucking hot that I was like, I mean, it's like a free hall pass, right? Like, I'm acting. (laughs) Can't get mad at me. We ended up breaking up for a short period of time once the show came out and he saw it because I maybe kind of downplayed it thinking he would never watch it. But what did he say? He moved all of his stuff (gasps) out. And it was like, yeah, I came home (gasps) one night. And his computer was open. All of his clothes were moved out of the closet. And I was just like, I ended up begging him back. Obviously, we went on to get married and whatnot. But um, yeah, he wasn't too happy with it when he saw it. But wow. then it ended but up it was becoming... just simulated sex. Right. Okay. So no, like, like nothing actual entered. Porn. Yeah. I did. I no, had... like I still had like underwear on. Yeah. But I mean, the guy was like naked with like a sock on and like we're yeah. in the shower. And wait, I did a sex scene once for an indie so film. Awkward. Actually, if you IMBD me and I had to wear a sock over my penis. Yeah. And like because they still sex. have to like protect you. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's so How awkward doing work? a fake sex scene. It's like, the most awkward thing. You have like eight people at least in there watching you. You have yeah. the camera. You got like your makeup person. We're in the shower. So they're like making sure like my hair's like wet, but not too wet, not in my face. Like it's the least sexy thing yeah, ever. Yeah, I'm sure. It was Sounds so like it. awkward, but... I ended up, so it was like all of these characters living in a like reality house. It was like Big Brother, like celebrity edition. So I was, I think, like the has-been actress. There was like an American Idol person and like all these different people. Like What, the, the what channel was it on? Cinemax. Oh, got it. So yeah. That's why you said Cinemax. Mm-hmm. So all of us are like living in this house and then I end up killing everybody because I don't, I don't, <laughs> even, I don't even remember. I poison one guy after I have sex with him. I don't even remember how I killed the rest of them, but I kill all of them. And then at the end of it, the character I was supposed to audition for, we had literally a trained like fighter like come in who Jackie Chan type of shit. Oh and they're God. like training us to do this what? choreographed fight scene. And it ends up where she gets my head and she slams it down on the stove <gasps> and burns half my face. <gasps> So this becomes where a can we watch role. this? Has like, Brock I need watched to, this? No, I need to find. Can this. we have a viewing party? I mean, y'all can watch it on your own time. I know some Maybe. of your listeners are like little FBI agents. You know, Someone find this and I, DM me it, please. Lala Thank told you. me she watched it with a vibrator one night. <gasps> no, and herself very much. Yes, no. Way. Speaking I think several of, people say that. Speaking of Lala, <laughs> I did get a lot of questions about her, and they want to mm-hmm. know where you stand with her right now. Um, I mean, we're. Good. I didn't appreciate recently when she said no one reached out to her after the reunion because I did text her. And I mean, it was just a text. Did she respond or no? She responded. Just two words. I asked how she was feeling after that. I was like, it fucking sucked having you on Zoom. How are you feeling? And then she responded just two words. I put an exclamation point on it. And then I'm like, it sounds like she's like, she's tired like she doesn't want to talk so I was like you know we'll talk tomorrow I talk to her almost every day and then later that night Summer's teeth broke through her gums and I sent her a photo and I was like well I know she had a rough night I'm like I'll just send her a cute pic of Summer she was actually crying but it was like so cute and I was like you know just bring a smile to her face just whatever and I sent her that pic and then she responded the next morning and I thought everything was fine but I'm like had she responded more like oh my god that was like so hard I felt so alone it would have opened up more of a conversation but she just responded rough, exhausted, just two words. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, girl, like I feel you. And that was it. So it didn't really open up a conversation. Did you confront her about like, why did you say I didn't reach out? Yeah. And um, she sent me a a really long message back and wants to meet up in person to explain how she was feeling. And I'm like, look, I don't need to be publicly acknowledged for being there for you, but I also don't appreciate the direct opposite. Yeah. So if you want to meet up in person and explain what you meant by that, like maybe, you know, like how she felt she was there for me during my miscarriage and it wasn't the way I needed her. You guys are like oil and water or like opposite magnets or something like why do you think there's all this I like know. I don't know if she was forth. expecting maybe a phone call from me instead of just a text and like that wasn't sufficient enough but mm. I'm like I did check in though and maybe it wasn't what you needed but then we spoke on the phone the next day and I thought everything was fine so I mean her and I are good it just that when I and then I listened to her podcast and I was like there just seems to be a little miscommunication mm-hmm. between the two of you at times. And then Always. it gets like, you know, <laughs> it gets misconstrued and becomes bigger than oh, it yeah. has to be. But I mean, she's going through a lot right now. So, yeah. you know, I'm sending me, her a lot of love. Me like, too. Absolutely. I can so relate to that in yeah. so many ways. Like she and I have so much in common. I don't mm-hmm. even know if she realizes it. 
But, you know, obviously we both lost our fathers and we both became single moms at seven months old of our daughters. Mm -hmm. I found my ex cheating as well. So it's like I know exactly what she's feeling like. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember not to get too deep, but I remember like going through it and I I could recall just like drop physically dropping to the floor because I couldn't stand anymore and just like sobbing just like for my daughter, like thinking like all these thoughts like, oh, my God, did I do the right thing of like breaking up with him? Like, should I have just stayed together for her so she has her dad Mm -hmm. in her life and like obviously in retrospect and by the way like I have really bad allergies right now (laughs) I I sound so bad but in retrospect like I know like it's better to get out of a toxic relationship than stay together so it's better for the kid absolutely for yourself your own mental health but also for the baby you know a baby shouldn't grow up in that kind of home exactly so yeah. sending her a so ton much of love. love. And that's the thing. That's what I'm like, you know, I mean, I talked about it on my podcast this week because I'm like, if you're going to talk about it on yours and literally without saying but say that I wasn't there for you, I'm going to mention that I was. It doesn't need to be publicly acknowledged, but it just it did hurt my feelings because I'm like, I feel like I have been there so much for her. But I also do not understand even in the slightest what she is going through. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, you know, giving her grace and it's. It's fine. She yeah. knows I'm there and yeah. Yeah. So so speaking of being acknowledged, I want to acknowledge both of you for being my first guests. It was very, very important for me to have you both on as my best friends, but also Sheena, because of everything I've learned, like you're my teacher in all of this, Aww. like with being on, you know, shenanigans and it was such a, an amazing experience and I'm so like honored and humbled that you even trusted me. Oh my God, my voice is just getting worse and worse. Are you going to cry? No, I think she's just getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> she's blaming it on her allergies. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I just allergies. wanted to thank you for everything. And I wouldn't even be doing this if you didn't trust me enough to even like pull me into that world. Yeah, so, of course. Thank you You were so always such a good addition. I loved having your perspective on the show. And whenever, you know, you have time from Jamie all over, I would love for you to come and talk about this Back on shenanigans, because I know the listeners miss you. Yes. And I I felt like I left them hanging. Yeah. And, you know, stuff to clear. It ended up. It ended abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I would definitely I I definitely feel like I owe an explanation. Yeah. And I think that's for your podcast. So I'm happy to go do that. Yeah, for sure. I would love that. So any podcast tips you can give me since you have been doing this for years. And I want to acknowledge also that you have been so consistent. And it's the reason I never wanted to start my own podcast is because I feel like I don't have that same drive or mm-hmm. like to like put something out every week every single yeah. week and you have Even done you that like for it. years yeah the only year i think i ever have taken a few weeks off is this year and maybe last year like in the transition of podcast one to like on my own in between action park i maybe had a week or two off here and there and then this year just with filming and a baby and if I didn't have an ad, I've taken a week off here or there, but I really hate taking time off. I love being consistent. I'm happy that Shenanigans has a new home starting next month. And I had my kickoff meeting with them today and they Amazing. loved hearing that I don't take weeks off. So yeah. 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 You're, you're like the perfect like host because they don't have to worry about her not showing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always there. <laughs> yes. So Brett, I mentioned you're an angels number enthusiast or angel numbers enthusiast what does that mean angel numbers are like the universe is always talking to you right Mm -hmm. so i listen to a different podcast or youtube video every day about this stuff 
And so the easiest way for like the universe to talk to you, if you're open to that stuff, which I know you both are, is through numbers. And if you think about it, like numerology is definitely a thing that I have to study more. But so when you see like 1111 on the clock or 111 or 222-333-444, all these numbers, whether it's on a license plate or a clock or like your social media likes or this and that, it's usually the universe trying to tell you something and they all mean different things. And I could go on and on about them. But like, for example, 111 is saying like, keep your thoughts positive because whether you're thinking positive thoughts or negative thoughts right now, that's manifesting in your life. Mm -hmm. 444 is like your angels are here protecting you. 555 is like there's changes ahead, major changes are ahead. So if you, um, if you see these numbers recurring in your daily life, that's their way of speaking to you? Yeah. And the more that you acknowledge them, the more they're going to show up. And some people are like, well, the psychology is, is if you're just looking for them, then you're going to see them more. But the thing is, is that you'll know it because I'm never looking for them. I'm never like, oh, oh yeah. my God, let me look for the license plates or oh my God, like let me, I'm never searching for it. No, same. When you journal about how you're feeling when you see these numbers, you see a pattern and that's what I do. I'll screenshot it and I'll write down how I'm feeling. And sometimes I see them like I get, I'm getting emotional right now. I see them and I'm like, holy fuck. Can I swear on your podcast? Sure. Like, holy F, like how, like, it's just, have you ever had an, like a different sort of interaction with an angel? Like, have you ever, you know, the, the TV show touched by an angel? <laughs> the other night I did a meditation before I went to sleep. Uh-huh. So I had gotten an email, like a let, I checked my email at 11 p.m. and I had booked this commercial for Google the next day. I didn't Congrats. think that I booked it. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't think that I booked it because I hadn't heard from them in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, we want to book you. But then I heard nothing. I was like, oh, maybe they want something else. Someone else. It happens all the time. I checked my email that night and they had emailed me at 9 p.m. saying they wanted to use me, that I needed a COVID test, this and that. And I was freaking out. I was like, I didn't get a COVID test. Oh, my God. How am I going to show up to set tomorrow? Blah, blah, blah. Did a meditation. Like... It's like praying to my angels and I was just like, I see these numbers all the time. I was like, I want to hear like a voice or I want a bigger sign. And I woke up in the middle of the night, the witching hour, Orlando's asleep. I know it's not him. I heard this female's voice. It was like, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. Stop it. So, and it sounded like my grandma, my grandma who passed away. What the fuck? I swear to you. And the next morning I get up and I go to set. I'm like, I'm just going to show up. And they just rapid test me and everything was fine. It was, I'm telling you right now. Like the fact that I'm even talking about this on a public platform, this, I swear to you, this happened. It was not a dream. It was this voice in my head and I've never heard it before. I believe you. I've had interactions. Yeah, we know. Have you? Not that I, I don't think I've ever like heard anything. I've definitely like, I've had dreams. Yeah. And those feel very Like visitation dreams, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that's the closest I've gotten. Yeah. Like I know the first time when I froze my eggs, my grandma, grandpa, and my uncle were like all there. And it was like, I was only under for the procedures, like seven minutes or something. It's so quick that I wasn't under that long. But I remember when I woke up, I was like crying. So I was like, oh my God, like they were there. Yeah. I believe that so much. Yeah. Oh Uh, my gosh. Yeah. You're the psychic over here. I've had several. (laughs) (laughs) I've had several experiences with angels and I'm not not really into angel numbers. I know. Like I don't really know about them. I'm trying Um, to get you more into it. Okay. The first time wasn't a big deal. I was in Cancun. I was like 19 and we went for a spring break, me and my friends, and I accidentally booked the wrong day. So I got there a day before they did. And here I am, like my first time in a new country. I didn't like obviously speak the language. And I recall like getting out of the taxi. And I remember people saying, like, be really careful because in these tourists like destinations, shit can happen, yeah. you know? And I remember feeling scared. And I was like, oh, will I even like get my luggage or is he just like going to drive off with my luggage? 
And I remember this man and he looked like Santa Claus. <laughs> he has like this white beard and a hat and he comes over and he like opens the trunk to the taxi, takes my bag out, walks me through to the lobby, lets me check in. And then I turn around to thank him and he was gone. Oh, I did have something like did this you? once. Oh my God. That just reminds me. Yes. I was driving and I was like in Azusa and I was mm-hmm. driving. There was two times actually. I remember once was at church and once was when I was driving and it was like something happened that made me like drive a different way. But then it was like the car like wasn't there. It was like something weird like that. But there was another time when I was in church and I was with my mom and like, we didn't go to church often, but it was one of those times. And there was like an old lady who like sat next to us and told me to like be more respectful to my mom or something like that. (laughs) And then we looked and like, she was gone. Like she was there and then she was gone. And then like that time driving, it was like, I don't know if there was like an accident or something that was like my normal route that I would have driven. But like Mm -hmm. someone was like trying to like wave me down and like needed directions or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, follow me. I'll show you where to go. But then when I looked, they weren't following me. And I was like, wait, that was so weird. It like made me drive a different way, but then they weren't there. I had a driving incident too, which was like, I think the second time I was visited (laughs) by an angel, I was driving back from New York City. It was like 4 a.m. I should not have been driving that late. And I fell asleep like right after I got off my exit. And I wake up my car had gone across the road. So I crossed lanes. I went onto the curb and I basically like scraped on either side of the car, these two poles. I didn't hit either pole. I went directly through them. And That's I'm like, crazy. that has to be Guardian angels. angels. Yeah. I had something crazy happen to me in New York City the other week when I was there. And I actually ended up calling Eden about it. Really? So I had a reading Eden with her. Eden is our psychic, for yes. those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Eden's the best medium. You guys have to use her. I had a reading with her in, in May. And there was something she was saying. And I just could not make sense of it. She couldn't make sense of it. And she was like, they're telling me, don't go back up the stairs. We're being ambushed. And then she was saying all this other stuff. And I was like, this makes no sense. And she said the name. And I was like, I don't know what that name is. And I just sometimes replay that message just to try and figure it out. Yeah. I was in New York. I heard like my intuition being like, take a right here, even though I was supposed to go north. I took a right and I look. Oh, and she was saying something about Batman. I was like, I don't know what this Batman thing is. I go and I look and there's a fire house, firefighter house. And on the door is all these pictures of Batman. And it says like the Batcave, Batman symbol. And then a picture of some people who passed away in 9-11, like four of the guys that passed away in 9-11. One of them is my family friend. His name's Dana. <gasps> And he passed away 9-11 and it just clicked. I was like, oh my God, that was who was trying to come through in my reading. I didn't realize it was him. crazy. Our family friend who passed away 9-11, yeah. And and the Batman, everything, like all what she was saying, don't go back upstairs, we're being ambushed. You know, my dog's name is Batman, right? I know. I love that. (laughs) Do you know that was my first word I ever said? Stop it. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to you. Batman. Batman. (gasps) After mom and dad, it was Batman. Yeah. Ivy's first was Bat because she was talking to, you know, the original Batman dog. Summer said mommy the other night in the (gasps) bath, but I wasn't here for it. No. Apparently, I don't know. It was like, she either loves the bath or sometimes it's like instant torture. She's like, get me out of here now. But like nine out of 10 times, she loves her bath. And my mom said all of a sudden she just started screaming and she goes, mommy. (gasps) And I wasn't here. Oh, it's okay. I I took my first steps. I took my first steps and my parents weren't there. It was with my grandparents. So she'll say it again. It's okay. Yeah. My sister's like, she didn't say it intentionally. She didn't know what she was saying. I was like, well, she still said it. 
it. Yeah. I didn't hear it, but she said it. Aww. I accidentally yeah. deleted Ivy's first words because I happened to get it on my phone. It was like on Thanksgiving. And so I was just like video recording her and she goes, mama, just like that. Aww. And I'm so like bad with technology. Yeah. And same. so I was like, I need to like erase all the pictures on my phone and just upload it to a computer or something. Yeah. So I uploaded everything. So then I start going through my phone and deleting everything. And somehow it was still synced to my computer iPod, yep. and deleted everything off of that. That too. happened to me. It was oh. devastating. I deleted thousands of photos in college because I did that once. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so, mad. so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did mention that you quit TomTom. I did. And you did it to pursue, you know, your dreams. We're like, yeah, I'm just doing more social media stuff right now. I left on good terms, so I can still pick up shifts whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Like, I may be picking up a shift next week just to make some extra cash for yeah. before Christmas. But we'll see. I might go back. I feel like everyone runs back to Lisa eventually. But <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't have what? to beg. Yeah, I don't have to beg. I'm, I'm welcome back with open arms. That's you know what nice. I mean? Like, yeah. Tom Tom is my, is my home still. But I just felt like... I just needed to take the deep dive into pursuing what I want to do. Yeah. Good for you. So many people are scared to do that. So I think the universe will reward you for that. Thank you. And it did. You got a Google commercial. That's awesome. Thanks. (laughs) So what's everybody doing for the holidays? So I'm going to Hawaii next week. We realized that it is much cheaper to travel the week before Christmas than over Christmas for Hawaii. So we were going to do it for Christmas and just like skip presents, just do the vacation. Yeah. But it was several thousands of dollars cheaper mm-hmm. to go the week before. So I still ended up buying so many presents for everyone. So yeah. we're going to do that and then get back and go to Palm Springs for Christmas Eve and Christmas. Nice. And then my family celebrates the day after. So we do my mom's side in the morning, then my dad's side at night. So it's going to be just like a whole weekend of family. Wow. An extravaganza. Yeah. Whatever, right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> exactly. And you're going to be on the East Coast with me. Yes, I'm going home for Christmas. It's going to be weird because uh, Christmas Eve we always would do with my grandparents on my dad's side and they both passed away this summer. So it's like going to be weird. It's going to be kind of, I think, a sad Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. because it's going to be the first year that we're not doing our traditional Christmas Eve. Last year, I obviously didn't get to go home for Christmas. So this is going to be different for me. Yeah. I'm excited to be with my family. Do you have any like traditions that you normally do? Um, on Christmas Eve, we would always go to dinner with my grandparents and then go back to their house for dessert. And then our very best like childhood friends live literally a block from my grandparents. And this is in New Jersey in Wyckoff. Um, like two towns over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, you know the area and we would then like go for drinks with them and hang out, but they also moved out of Wyckoff and they moved to Long Island. So now we're like, we can't even do that. We can't even go hang out with them. So we're just going to do dinner probably in New York somewhere. Every Christmas Eve, I stay up until like literally 5 a.m. just wrapping presents. Like I save everything to wrap on Christmas Eve. I watch three to four Christmas movies while wrapping them because I stay up that late. Like I'll start at like 11 and then I'm up to like five. And this weekend, Brock is on a boys trip at my house in Palm Springs. I'm staying at. I stayed here last night with my sister because she's teething right now and I just need some help at night. And um, tonight my mom's like, why don't you just come stay at my house and you can get a head start on wrapping some of your presents. I was like, no, that's my Christmas Eve tradition. I like to wrap 200 presents on Christmas Eve. You're crazy. I wrap every single little lip liner, Blistex, whatever stocking stuffer. Oh like I will God. wrap every individual thing. I just, so does everyone have I love to clear it. out of the room so they don't see what you got them? Well, I do it when everyone goes to sleep. 
So like You're I started like, like Santa Claus. 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And then I sit up in my room or my mom's living room, wherever we are for Christmas Eve. Now the tradition is Palm Springs. So I sit in my bedroom. I pull everyone's presents out, put all their presents in a pile. And then I just start wrapping them. Oh and if God. it's like something that I got for like my dad, Justice and Brock, like I'll write on the bottom of the box. And like, so they all open them at the same time. because they're like matching, but yeah. different. Yeah. So this year my mom was like, yeah, but Sheena, you have a baby now. You know, if you're staying up all night and then you have the, I was like, oh, yeah. you're right. So maybe I should get a head start on rapping because I'm going to need some sleep because then when she wakes up, I right. wake up, she's teething right now. Yeah. Last night was a fucking nightmare. I was so glad my sister was here because I wake up and the last three days she won't latch onto my boob anymore. And it's starting to like devastate me, but I'm like, she's going to bite your nipple soon. She did. <gasps> and I think that's why she's not latching because on Tuesday, what are we at now? Friday on Tuesday, I was nursing her. We pulled over to get some food. We're driving back up from San Diego. I'm nursing her in the car and she bites down. And I was like, ah, and all of a sudden she looks at me and just the bottom lip pouts like terrified. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I was like, it's okay. It's okay. But I'm like, did I scare her that now she's afraid of like, if she goes on the boob, like I'm going to like yell like again, yeah. like I was, I wasn't trying to like scold her or anything. It just, she bit me and right. I reacted. And one of my girlfriends told me the first time her son bit her, she did the same thing. And she goes, it scared him. He never bit me again. So is your mom always supportive of you wanting to be in entertainment? Yeah, I think so. I see. Here's the thing. Yes and no, maybe. Because when I was a kid, like I wanted to be a child actor, but I don't know if I didn't really push that enough mm. because like, it's not that she never let me. I did all the school plays and stuff like that, but like she never tried to like get me in entertainment as a kid. That was but like I remember like too. watching shows and stuff and I'm like, I could do that. Like I could be in the Mickey Mouse Club, yep. but I never got to. But she's always been supportive of whatever I've wanted to do. And what about you? Yeah, same, literally same answer. Like, my mom took me to audition for American Juniors, which if anyone remembers remember that show. I remember that. Yeah. Lucy Hale was on it. Yes, Lucy Hale. Yeah, she was Tower. my favorite. Yeah, yep. I voted, oh, I watched that show religiously, but oh, yeah, I same. went to audition in New York and I literally was next in line and they cut it off like, sorry, we've, we've auditioned too many kids. And back then I had a killer no. voice. I had a better voice than Justin Bieber before he had puberty. <laughs> and like... <laughs> Yeah, that was so upsetting. But my mom, same thing. Like she always, she let me take acting classes. I did the musicals, this mm -hmm. and that. And we, I grew up right outside New York City. She could easily brought me to auditions. Yeah. But I look back on it now and I'm like, I see how child stars ended up. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God. Right. It would have messed me up psychologically. Oh, totally. Especially me being in the closet back then. I imagine like breaking out into entertainment before I was out of the closet. Mm -hmm. It'd be awful. Yeah. Did your parents, like, did they know, like, before you came out to them, like, when you eventually came out, were they like, yeah, Brett, we know, or what? My mom did, and my dad... I feel like moms always know. Yeah, I, I played with Barbies, I was super flamboyant, until I was getting bullied, then I, like, you know, pulled yeah. it back a little bit. My mom definitely always knew, but, like... Then as I was getting older, they were just like, oh, maybe he's just, maybe he just liked that stuff when he was younger. Yeah. So my dad was like, oh, I was a little more shocked, but also not really. So yeah, yeah. they were totally fine with it. I love your parents. Yeah, they're so I've funny. never met them. I need what? to. You, We've you never should. met yours. I know. I know. What the hell? Yeah. I need to. We need to meet your mom. And then if you want to come over Yeah, over we should figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. We're down to meet. Yeah. His parents are so fun. Do you know the buzz button story? Oh, I, I do. Yes. But yeah. I always tell that story. <laughs> tell it. I tell that story to my guests at Tom Tom. <laughs> At Tom Tom, they have these little like edible flowers that when you eat them, they make your mouth kind of it's like a like pop rocks. Yeah. And uh, your mom, when we were there for dinner, asked the manager if she could have a couple extra to take home later. <laughs> 
to put on her cookie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder what this would feel like in my vagina. Oh my God. <laughs> and she had just met Sheena, literally like, I was like, oh, Sheena can meet my parents. So I was like texting Max. I was like, can you bring me a few extra buzz buttons? He's like, do you want shots? I was like, just the buzz button. Did we ever get an update as to how that went? Uh, no, because I do not <laughs> want to know. Asking. I do not need to know. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll have to ask your mom. <laughs> so how did you get the courage to come out? Like, did it take you a while to work up to that? Um, yeah, so it was summer 2011, and I that was the summer that I first got pulled backstage to meet Taylor Swift. And I like dress in all those balloons. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking before I had had sex with a girl a couple months prior. It was the first time of me banging a girl. I had been what banging. Was that like? I had been banging a dude for years before that. Oh. Like, did one you, of my did you hate it? Yeah, it was not the best. Okay. I did not I did not go down there. No oral, nothing. Okay. Sorry, TMI. But anyways, I was like, okay, I'm definitely at least bisexual. I was like, so I need to address this. Yeah. Then I was like, well, I won't come out of the closet until I'm successful and like blah 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 blah. And then when the whole Taylor Swift thing happened, I realized like, oh, wait, people just like me for me being me. Like I'm being silly. I'm being goofy. I'm in these balloons. I'm being ridiculous. And like it got me rewarded. Yeah. And I was like, what could come of this if I actually was myself fully? Wow. And yeah. So a month after that experience with Taylor Swift, I told my best friend who then helped me come out to everyone else. So I don't think without Taylor Swift, I wouldn't have come out you of the closet. Got the T-Swift. Yeah. Is that why you love her so much? Like part of Yeah, part of the That reason, makes yeah. more sense too yeah. now. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I always knew like she's your fave. Yeah. But that makes so much more sense too. Yep, yep. I started becoming a T-Swift fan with the release of her new album. I haven't listened to it yet. The it's, red one? Yeah. Is it, oh, yeah. Is, is it the depressing one? It's very yeah. depressing. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All too all, 10-minute version. If you need a good cry, okay. just throw it on. I was like, Brett, I feel like I'm, I'm in the middle of a, the worst breakup ever, and I'm not. Yeah. And there's a really good music video to go along with it. So. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I love it. But there's all kinds of, like, symbolism that Brett was telling me about. So now I'm like, I need to know everything. Like, what does this scarf mean? Is yeah. it her virginity? Do you right. know about oh, this? No, I don't. There, she always has these Easter eggs and there's always like symbolic things and like the fandom loves to break it down. Interesting. So it's not just about the music. There's so much more to it. And if yeah. you're like, I always love like studying English and like the symbolism between things in literature and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And her music is very similar. Oh, that so. is very interesting. Yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. I love that you like embraced your weird and your uniqueness Wow, and she called you weird. <laughs> We're all weird. I'm weird. I am weird. I love it. No, because like you've Fuck dressed you, up in like so red solo cups. <laughs> and then Brazil in. That's how I became friends with Brazil in because of those freaking red solo oh cups. Oh my god, yeah. no way. Yeah. Because he was like, oh my god. And then you sent him a dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> with Sheena. Was Taylor Swift the nicest celeb you've ever met? Yeah. Yeah. After Sheena Shay. Oh, <laughs> who's, not a celeb, but thank you. Who's the worst? The worst that I met, well, he's not a slub either, but we'll say famous people okay. rather than celebrities yeah. or like personalities, right? Yeah. Food God, Kim Kardashian's friend. Really? Oh, I had to serve like him in New York. Total dick. Total yeah. dick. What do you But do? the rest of the Kardashians were lovely. Oh, they're um, all, I've met all of them and they're all so nice. So just like humble, like good yeah. people. Yeah. I didn't know you met them. Yeah. I've met all of them several times. I've hung out with them. I have no idea. Yeah. Out of all the celebrities I've met, I really can't say anything bad about many of them. I've had really good yeah. interactions with most celebrities. So. Who's the nicest person you've ever met? Ooh, nicest? I mean, honestly, most everyone I've met has been super nice. Like, I mean, Khloe Kardashian, like I've met her several times and seen her at different award shows. And like, she's always been so awesome. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, 
Jennifer Aniston, like really? she was so fun. Really? Yeah. Uh, we did tequila shots. Together. I just watched her in the Facts of Life. I don't know if you guys oh, watched no, it. I, oh okay, my I god, saw, it was so good. I saw that they were doing something like a live. Yep. It was already on. So yeah, well you can watch it on Hulu, but oh, it was on on okay. Monday. So they did the Facts of Life in different strokes, but the whole cast was adults playing kids. It's freaking oh, hilarious. Fun. Kevin Hart played a, what's his face? He's like. What you talking about, about Willis? Willis? Yeah. yeah. It was oh so good. It was so good. Oh Probably my God. The best. I have a story about James at Tom Tom from like before he was sober. <laughs> he was so rude to someone. So else. rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After Pride, I remember at Pump, but it, we were at a table. Yeah. You know, if someone comes up to him when he's eating, forget. Oh, just, yeah. Just don't do yeah, it. Don't. Yeah. Don't do I it. I think that's a, that should be a general rule for everyone. If that's you're the eating only dinner, time I say no. Yeah. Is I'm like, as soon as I'm done, just tell me where you're sitting. I will come to your table. Right. But like people have been offended by that before. I'm like, really? I got like broccoli in my mouth. I'm like mid bite. Yeah. You're asking me for a photo and I'm like, just give me a minute. I'll come find you after. Right. And I always go and find them after. Yeah. And there was one time I couldn't find this girl and I felt so bad. I was at Sir. I went up to Pump. I went to Tom Tom. I went everywhere looking for this girl to take a photo because I felt so bad. I said no. Yeah. And I never found her. And I felt like an asshole because someone tweeted me and they're like, I was at Sir tonight and I saw you turn that girl away and you probably ruined her night and blah, blah, blah. I was oh, like, no. I went searching West Hollywood yeah. for her. Like I oh, just said, as soon as I'm done people. eating, I will be right there. I we went to, to every single table in Sir. Yeah, oh, I felt so bad. If I'll never like, forget that. Anyone knows that, that girl. <laughs> so DM now, one of us. Yes. Now, usually, honestly, like if they're like, "Oh, I'm leaving," I'm like, "It's fine, it's fine," because I'm like, I don't ever want to like feel that guilt again. Because I felt, I still feel bad. It was like four years ago. It's fine. So, can we talk about the reunion at all? What do you want to know? Do we know why some people were virtual? Or are we, are we not talking? Oh, yeah. I saw okay. comments about people trying to figure out. I'm like, obviously, guys, one person got COVID. got COVID and exposed two others. So Which out of ex- safety, yeah. they were not allowed to come. I'm like, can't we just like build like a glass box and have them just like right? sit there? So <laughs> like yell at them to their face instead of a TV screen. <laughs> Who did but, you want to yell at? I mean, obviously, I had some issues to hash out with Lala about everything that went down with her and Brock over summer. And I definitely would have had some words with Katie with things with her and Sandoval because I felt like I didn't defend him enough this season. I felt very uncomfortable all season filming. I felt uncomfortable physically. I felt uncomfortable emotionally mentally like I just was so hormonal I was so not myself I I know I even nine months pregnant was not huge but for me someone who's been like 110 pounds like almost my whole life 115 to gain 55 pounds and then start filming three days later like I mean it was very challenging for me and I've had a lot of women reach out and thank me for opening up about like you know postpartum body images and all of that and That was really hard for me. So I just felt like this whole summer, as I'm like getting friendships kind of back with Katie and Lala, it was like I was afraid to like speak up because I didn't want like them to fight with me. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be two against one. But like I want to stand up for Santa. And I just felt so not myself. So by the time the reunion came around, I was like, I'm back, bitches. I'm ready. I got your back. And then they were on the TV screen. Uh. (laughs) So what what would you say if if you could? Like what did you have planned? Sandoval is honestly one of the most amazing people and friends I've ever had in my entire life. He 
defends me to the death and I want to return that favor. And I feel like I have in the past, but I hadn't this past season. And I just like wanted to be a voice supporting him. And I don't feel like I really got that opportunity a little bit. You'll see in the finale, I was really drunk, but him and Lala got into it at the finale. And I was like, here's my opportunity. I got yeah. your back. Uh-huh. But I wanted to do that more at the reunion. And I was like, can you yell at a TV screen? We had earpieces in. It's delayed. Uh, Their mouth isn't matching what I'm hearing. There was one part, Ariana and I took our earpieces out and fucking threw it. I was like, over this. No oh, wow. Way. Yeah. Was, and you're like seasoned professionals, too. Yeah. That's so crazy. She took it out and threw it. And then... Uh, Lala was like saying something to I don't know if it was her mom or her assistant and she's just like and I'm like oh my god like we're here we're not there and I was like I took it out because I was like trying to hear Andy and then poor Andy has an earpiece from like production in one ear right an earpiece for them in another ear and he doesn't have a third ear to hear the people in person oh wow so I was like damn (laughs) good job do you yeah do you ever like know any questions beforehand no, but whoever is sitting next to Andy, you can like get a peek over at okay. like his key cards. <laughs> cards. But I'm never sitting next to Andy. Uh-huh. Sandoval was able to though, so he's like, I knew like when I was like, okay, I can relax for a bit. And then he's like, oh shit, there's my name, there's yeah, my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we know what happens, unfortunately, with Raquel and James. Yeah. So were you guys all shocked? So shocked. I knew something was up that morning. Because James was really on edge and I heard him say, you don't know what I've been through today. Like, so I was like, okay, something happened this morning. I don't know what, I don't know if it's something with his family. I don't know what happened. And Raquel just looked very sad. And I asked her what was wrong, if she was okay. And she was just like, it's going to be okay. Like, you'll find out when we get out there. And so I was like, oh, wow, there's something going on. Yeah, you knew. But I didn't think that. If anything, I thought maybe they were going to be like, we're putting the engagement on pause to just work on our relationship for a bit, get a house together. I don't know. But that, we were like, what? Like Tom and Ariana were just at Disneyland with them three days before. Yeah. Did they give reasons? Like, do you have a full understanding of why now? And will the viewers understand too? We can't talk about that until the reunion. Yes, but you will definitely understand it all how many episodes are left until we get there i think maybe like five more okay and you've seen them all yeah but we saw like rough cuts just to like get the basic storyline out to film the reunion like i'm sure because i've still like i had an interview after so like i'm sure they'll be a little different okay i have some rapid fire questions for you guys and then i want to get into some questions from some people who called in and wrote in but let's do our rapid fire first. Let's go. When was the last time you cried? Yesterday. <laughs> uh, a couple days ago. <laughs> okay, this is not rapid fire because now I want to know why. Well, I mean, I'm sad that Summer isn't latching onto my boob anymore. <laughs> um, I think mine was about feeling like I'm a failure Aww. in life. Like, what's next? Like, worried about my future. That's just sad. I know, I know. It's stupid. No, it's just me being it's hard. It's not stupid. It's how you feel. I've been told but... that I'm too hard on myself and I need to not yeah, be hard on myself. You are. Have I'm... compassion for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's why. Absolutely. What are you most afraid of? Summer dying. Mm-hmm. I guess like losing my parents or something. Yeah. Anyone close to me. But yeah. like every day, I'm just like, I need to keep this kid alive. That's my only job in my life right now is to keep her alive. And yeah. it's terrifying mm-hmm. every fucking day. It is. I don't know if I ever want any more kids. Actually, I think, sorry, I, I take that back. My biggest fear is actually me not ever being successful. 
that's my biggest fear because I know that death is inevitable, Yeah, but mine is never reaching the level of success that I am hoping to achieve. Okay. Slight tangent. What is your definition of success? Ooh. Well, I think in general for everyone is just like being happy and having the basic necessities. Mm -hmm. But for me, it would be like a hundred percent just like acting, writing, entertainment, and like living a very like, not overly lavish, but I'm not worried about my finances. Yeah. There's a range. Worst job ever. Ralph's bagging groceries. <laughs> Soho House. Never work there. Soho House sucks. I'll probably you never get a membership so there because I'm talking shit about them. You were so stressed. <laughs> I worked there for you. six weeks and then I did Molly with Sheena one night at Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> when we had that table with Lance Bath and I oh, was yeah. like, I was like, I just woke up the next day and I called him. I was like, hi, I'm not coming in ever again. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever dramatically quit somewhere? Um, no, I'm too responsible for that. (laughs) Actually, wait, no, I lied. Okay, I did, but I already had another job. I would never just quit a job without having a backup. Okay. When I worked at BJ's, I was 18. I was a hostess, and there was another hostess that they were, like, promoting to food runner and server, and then she was making tips, and, like, they wouldn't promote me. And the manager, I found out, I think they were, like, hooking up or something, and I just felt so, like, singled out. I was like, well, I work so hard. Why am I not getting promoted? And there was one day that they were just like, it's just, like, not going to happen for you. I was like, then I'm fucking done. And I quit, and I walked out. But I already had another job at the country club, so it was fine. (laughs) What you ate today? Uh, Chicken salad and um, I had McDonald's for breakfast. What did you have? It's beef. It's still, it's beef. I had a sausage McMuffin and a hash brown. Okay. I had a slice of a chicken taco pizza and that's it. That's so bad. What is a chicken taco pizza? It's a new like thing on Domino's menu. I don't know. It was leftovers oh, in my fridge. kind of okay. sounds good. Yeah, it was really good, actually. <laughs> do we need to make chicken taco pizza at Sugar Taco? Vegan. Vegan yeah. chicken? Yeah. yeah, do it. Okay. Most expensive purchase? My house. Oh, yeah, duh. Myself? I guess my car. Yeah. That's it. My yeah. car is probably mine, too, because mm-hmm. I don't own a house. Okay. We have some questions from Jody Gula. She wants to know, what is your favorite dish to make at home? Enchiladas. I like to make grilled cheese. Because I'm Ooh. basic. <laughs> but like, like, there's a there's a certain like technicality to like a grilled cheese. Butter you know? like, that you, ish up. You have to get enough crisp. You can't just like make a grilled cheese. Like, yeah. You got to make a grilled cheese. Yeah. Have you ever heard of putting mayo on it instead of Ew. butter? Supposedly that's like the trick. I have heard that, but I've never tried it. I've My sister puts it. mayo on her PB and J. I saw that. So and weird. I, yeah. Are you serious? Disgusting. That, like why? I, why? It makes the peanut butter creamier. I have a weird combination though. So for grilled cheese, I got this once at there's a bar up on Sunset. What's the bar we used to? Oh, it was like an Irish type pub. Rock and Riley's. Yes. So they make a grilled cheese, but they put pickles in it. And it's oh, that would freaking be good. delicious. Mm, I like tomatoes in it. I don't really? know about pickles. Mm. No, pickles I would like. See, I don't like tomatoes. Oh, oh you're really? one of I those like people. I like, See, I didn't yeah. like tomatoes until I was like 26 or 27, and now I love every kind of tomato. Really? So weird. Maybe my Your taste, taste buds, buds change. change every seven years. Yeah. Maybe I'll like them in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Okay. She also wants to know, Sheena, what is next after Vanderpump Rules? What do you still want to accomplish? 
I really want to do entertainment news hosting. Like, I want to be the female Mario Lopez. Give me yes. Maria Menounos' yes. career. That is what I want. Yes, so I can see you doing that. I, I want to host any type of show. Like, honestly, I would do the local San Diego morning news. Like, I just want to host and read a fucking teleprompter. I would love to get back into acting. But, like, if I could read a teleprompter instead of memorizing lines, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you could guess... How much longer do you think you would want to stay doing reality? Oh, I'll do it until the day I die. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I want to, like, I want Garcelle's career. I want to do a reality show and, like, the talk or the reel yeah. or, mm-hmm. like, okay. the view. Like, something like that. Like, I would love to do, like, Daily Pop. That would be such a dream to be able to do that as, like, a real, you know, career, so to say, but also still do a reality show as me. Like, that's the dream. Why do you think you're drawn to that? Or do you have like a curiosity like for interviewing people or what, what exactly do it's you like about it? It's not even necessarily interviewing people because I feel like I'm better at being interviewed than doing the interviewing. Okay. Which I'm like, I have a podcast and so I need to be good at doing both. But I remember in high school, I just was like, I thought Maria Menounos was so beautiful and I just loved her and Vanessa Manillo mm-hmm. and like I wanted to be an mm. MTV VJ. I just thought yeah. that would be like the coolest thing. And uh, just like following their careers, that was just always something I wanted to do and uh, i don't know just always been drawn to entertainment on camera you know i foresee that i could totally picture that hear buzzing in your ear or is it just me because sometimes i get like a little buzzing in my ear i think that's just you um so i think it was like an angel telling me that that's gonna come true because i hear like sometimes buzzing in my ears when i get little messages yeah like i don't want vanderpump rules to end but I want to be able to, like, do Vanderpump Rules and do, like, entertainment news hosting. And I don't know with, like, schedules if I could do both at the same time or I do it in the off season. But I would love to continue doing what I'm doing and then add entertainment news as well. Nice. And Brett's mm-hmm. angels say it's going to happen. Yeah, yes. I think yeah. it's going to happen. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I want to shout out um, the Shenanigans podcast group that... I had been talking to these girls for, I don't know, a year, if not longer now. Yeah. And what ended up happening was we created this like little group of the max amount of numbers that you can have like in an IG conversation, which for some reason is 32. Mm-hmm. So I have a group of 32 <laughs> girls and then I have side conversations too. And it's been so wonderful to like still keep in touch with all of them. And they've been like really, really supportive. And I almost want to say like, I'm doing this podcast just because of them. Yeah. And like, even if they're the only ones who listen, like, cool, like something that I said resonated Mm -hmm. with them and it didn't have to resonate with everybody, you know, but something about that, like someone's father passed away. So that made them reach out to me or Mm -hmm. they wanted business advice. So it was, it's just been so nice to keep in touch with them. So I have a voice message from one of them. Oh, her name is Molly Smith. Hi, Jamie. It's Molly. Um, I just wanted to say I'm so happy for you about your new podcast. Um, It's such an incredible accomplishment, and you deserve every bit of success that comes into your life and that comes your way. Um, I also wanted to thank you for consistently being a supportive influence and presence in people's lives. You definitely helped inspire me and push me forward to achieve my goal of publishing my first book. Um, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Keep doing what you do. 
So I just opened this book yesterday. She sent it to me. Amazing. Literally. Okay, so then I'm going to give you the extra copy because she sent me to you. No, and I said have. To, oh, okay. Because yeah. she said to give one to a friend who has a kid as well. Yeah. Aww. But I literally just opened this last night. And I haven't posted it yet because I want to add it to like my Amazon shop and like do the link and all of that. Yes. But oh my God. So the book is called What the Stars See. Yes. She's a shenanigans listener. Nice. She wrote in and she's like, I'm thinking about, you know, writing a book. It's always been my dream. Like any advice. And yeah. I was like, find someone who's already doing it and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to help. And she did. She found an author who had already published a book and they showed her the way and she yeah. was able to do it. So wow. yeah, the card was so sweet. She said that we inspired her from one of the episodes yep. to like follow her dreams and Aww. she finally did it. And so it's such a cute book. I literally, I did an unboxing last night and I just opened all of my packages that have been sitting here for weeks. <laughs> and that was one of them, but I have it sitting on the entry table right by my door because I don't want to forget to add it to my Amazon shop. And Amazing. It. So yeah. yeah, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, and now we have a question from Ryan Kelly. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Sheena. Hi, Brett. Hey. My question is, how has your friend dynamics changed since Sheena had Summer? And who do y'all think Summer likes better? I love y'all and could <laughs> not be more excited for you, Jamie. He's trying to start drama over here. <laughs> I mean, I guess we don't go out and drink as much as we used to, but I think that's all of our lives in different places, not just me being a mom. Yeah. Like, I've been in a relationship for the past year now. Yeah. So that dynamic obviously changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to not be going out drinking anymore because, like, I gave it up for the most part. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of perfect timing with COVID Mm -hmm. anyways because you stopped going out anyways. Oh, it was the best time to be pregnant. I would just say it's like making our schedules align more. It's a little harder. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, we got to align it around Summer's nap schedule. Yeah, but Summer's like the <laughs> easiest going baby. She so is. even when she's there, I'm like, oh, I forget that she's here. Not that I forget yeah. that she's there, but she's just so chill. She's so chill. Yeah. 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 Who and does she like we more? We don't have to answer that. She Ooh. likes Jamie more. I, don't I have know. to step up my gunkle game, but I'll step it up, you know, when she can like do yeah. more fun things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it. Unless you guys have anything to add. I want to know what, you know, what you're working on, where people can find you. Obviously, Sheena is just at Sheena everywhere, but any, yep. any projects? your clothing line anything we should mention oh actually okay so i have a collab that i just did with bella boss and this week coming up we are launching three new items so we have a red velvet hutton dress that's great for the holidays we have the london fuzzy that you have in green coming out in pink and then the summer moon set that is the pink and white coming out in blue So that's coming out next week. And then other than that, just, you know, new episodes of my podcast, my vlog every week and um, something exciting I've been working on for a while is launching in the spring. Is it this? Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh It's the perfect thing for Sheena. Yeah. We just (laughs) got the first samples and so cute. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Brett? What's going on? Just follow me on TikTok, BrettKen13. I partnered up with Credit Karma to do a couple more TikToks for them. So that will be on their page, I think, in January. And that's it. Woohoo. Yeah. Thank you both so much for. Congrats. Thank Thank you. you First episode. Congrats, Jamie, all over. Thank you for having us. And thank you guys for listening and putting up with my allergies and my voice today i'm so sorry about that but you're fine you're not always going to be perfect but you yeah. got the job done That's we're what getting matters. it done yes. Showed up. yes yes and mistakes have been and will be made in the future absolutely <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you all for listening bye, bye. bye.
It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.